Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at choosewood.com. This is St. Louis Public Radio. It's Tuesday, April 20th. I'm Wayne Pratt. This is The Gateway. Vaccinating Missouri's 6 million people against the coronavirus is one of the largest public health undertakings the state has ever seen, and volunteers are helping to make it happen. We've been going through a tough year, and it's it's been it's just been really nice and fulfilling to make sure that, like, see these people be really excited for, for this vaccine and for what we're doing. In just a few minutes, St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Phantom talks to workers who are helping patients get the long-awaited shots. The trial of the former Minneapolis police officer charged with murdering George Floyd is now with the jury. St. Louis activists say they are bracing for the verdict for Derek Chauvin. St. Louis Public Radio's Chad Davis has more. Chauvin is charged with murder and manslaughter in the death of George Floyd last May. Video footage showed Chauvin kneeling on Floyd's neck for more than nine minutes. That sparked widespread protest in St. Louis and around the country. In St. Louis, activists say whatever the jury decides, they're determined to stop police brutality. Lady Ashley Gregory is Director of Community Partnerships for Forward through Ferguson. She says activists will continue working to hold police accountable. Seeing that this is very much a system that is trying to protect itself, whether Chauvin is found guilty or innocent, like we saw what we saw. Gregory says St. Louisans should support organizations that are fighting for justice. I'm Chad Davis, St. Louis Public Radio. St. Louis Mayor-elect Tashara Jones will take the oath of office today. The ceremony is slated for noon in the City Hall Rotunda. Also today, the St. Louis Board of Aldermen will meet in person for the first time in more than a year. Sixteen members, including four new ones, will take their oaths in the chambers. The board will then meet and vote on some organizational measures. Virtual meetings will be the norm going forward until all staff members are vaccinated. A forecast of snow and temperatures in the 40s scuttled plans for an outdoor swearing-in ceremony. A decision by the University of Missouri to restructure five centers on the Columbia campus dedicated to social justice work is raising the ire of students, faculty, and alumni. Roughly 100 students gathered yesterday to demonstrate against the move. Rebecca Smith reports. According to the Columbia Missourian, coordinators at the MU Department of Social Justice Centers were told last week their positions would no longer exist as of July 1. These five centers support students who are black, multicultural, female, and LGBTQ, as well as those who have survived relationship or sexual violence. MU spokesperson Christian Basie says this is part of a long-term restructuring effort that will lead to more money and more staff positions. But he did not provide more specifics on number of positions or amount of money added. Kayla Cobb is a freshman who addressed the students gathered on the steps of Jesse Hall, and she recalled the Mizzou protests of 2015. We need to do better, and if not, it's going to be six years ago all over again. And do you really want that? I'm Rebecca Smith. A House committee report says a Missouri lawmaker accused of physically and sexually abusing his children years ago should be ousted. The Missouri House Ethics Committee released its report yesterday on Republican Representative Rick Raver. His now adult children testified to investigators this year that they were sexually abused when they were younger. 
The committee found records showing his children reported the abuse years ago, but prosecutors did not file charges. The committee says claims against Raber are credible. Raber tried to resign last week, but the House refused to accept that resignation in order to complete the investigation. Sales of medical cannabis are taking off as more dispensaries open throughout the region. Many are expecting another sales bump from the industry's unofficial 420 holiday today. St. Louis Public Radio's Corinne Ruff reports. Swede Cannabis opened a new location last week in the Grove neighborhood of St. Louis, just ahead of a major day in cannabis culture. Jack Haddocks, who runs dispensary operations, says 420 is a big deal this year in Missouri. All eyes are kind of on the cannabis industry. People who maybe are on the fringe, maybe who hadn't thought about getting a med card in the past or you know, maybe had thought about going to a dispensary. And this kind of gets our name out there on a pretty grand scale. Haddocks expects sales to increase by 20 to 30 percent. But with supply still ramping up across the state, he worries about running out of some products. The medical cannabis industry has so far generated more than $32 million since the first dispensary opened its doors last October. I'm Corinne Ruff, St. Louis Public Radio. Vaccinating Missouri's 6 million residents is a huge job, requiring an army of volunteers. As the number of vaccines delivered to the state increases, so does the need for people to help distribute the shots. St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Phantom reports. Lip Bundy's job for the day isn't very glamorous. So we're just here to clip, cleaning clipboards and pens and making sure that it's all good. On a recent morning, she's stationed inside a parking lot at St. Louis Community College Forest Park, working a state-run mass vaccination event. Bundy's a member of the Conservation Corps of Minnesota and Iowa, who spent a month volunteering at vaccination sites in Missouri. I wanted to be a part of the solution and help people get the vaccine, so I think that's the case for most of us that came with. More than one-third of Missouri residents have received at least one dose of the coronavirus vaccine. Health workers are giving 40,000 shots a day statewide. Health officials compared the massive worldwide vaccination effort to historic projects like the race to put astronauts on the moon. And a lot of people are needed to make that happen, like the National Guardsmen at the Community College event. Vaccination clinics can sometimes feel like an airport during the holiday rush. Lines are long and there can be logistical snags along the way. Thousands of people showed up at the event where Bundy is volunteering. During her shift, it starts to look like rain, and other volunteers help shepherd the long lines inside the parking garage so people don't get wet. The federal government is spending billions on developing life-saving vaccines, but state and local governments, health systems, and clinics have largely been left to fend for themselves when it comes to distributing and giving the shots. They don't have enough people to do the job. Dr. Alex Garza is the head of the St. Louis Metropolitan Pandemic Task Force. He says that means volunteers are vital. As with everything in the pandemic, a change in one thing uh, creates challenges in another. But as we start to expand more and more vaccine and start having more and more of these uh, large vaccination events, then uh, the rate limiting step becomes people that can actually deliver the vaccine. Vaccinators are distributing shots at hospitals, clinics, and at pop-up sites in parking lots and sports arenas. Those sites need volunteers with clinical experience to actually administer the shots. But there's also a huge need for people wranglers and handholders. 
Robert Mertzleft, who's from St. Charles, volunteers a few days a week at a vaccination site run by St. Luke's Hospital. And as we all know, COVID-19 has impacted every single person that lives in the St. Louis area. And so the, the impact that we are making at, at the vaccine clinic is, is really incredible and touches everybody. Mertz Luft is one of about 50 volunteers at the clinic inside the Chesterfield Mall. He wears a bright red vest so people can find him easily. He usually helps people through the lines and helps them fill out medical forms. Sometimes it may be a situation, and I can relate to this, is where they forgot their reading glasses. <laughs> and so they can't really see the form. And so, you know, it's, it's nice to just be able to sit down, ask them the questions, check the box for them. It's just, there's just something really satisfying. You really feel like you're helping people. Volunteers can meet hundreds of new people a day. Sometimes they're only with someone for a minute. Did you guys get the shot yet? Not yet. Okay. Looks like they're close. Are you going to hold my hand? Sweetheart, I'll be here right with you. See y'all paperwork. That's Renee Butler of St. Louis, who's waiting to receive her shot at the community college event. A National Guard medic travels down the line of patients, sticking shots into arms. <laughs> so what I need you to do is just relax your arm, let it go. Butler and her friend Karen Clay start singing to distract themselves, and she's up next. Finally, Butler gets the shot. And it's an emotional moment. She starts to cry. Volunteer Liv Bundy is soon by her side and hands her a tissue. Bundy says she understands why people get overwhelmed. The pandemic has been rough. We've been going through a tough year and it's, it's been, it's just been really nice and fulfilling to make sure that like, see these people be really excited for, for this vaccine and for what we're doing. Soon it's time to move on to the next patient. There are thousands more in line. I'm Sarah Fenton, St. Louis Public Radio News. Our David Casares edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. St. Louis Public Radio is a service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.